that job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. The biggest names in sports are on ESPN Radio. Alex Caruso, Chicago Bulls guard. How much you look back and say, boy, did they make a mistake deciding not to keep me on the Los Angeles Lakers? Man, we're, just, we're coming in with the fastballs right away. That's <laughs> how we do it. Talking with Joe Theismann. I want to ask you a question about a team I cannot stand, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. <laughs> I think Notre Dame now is the last school standing. Probably wind up joining the conference. I don't believe they can stay independent. Mike Bellotti, former Oregon head coach, college football Hall of Famer. Well, you said my heart's with the pack then. My heart got ripped out when SC and UCLA left. Mike Leach, Mississippi State head football coach. Do you yeah. think we're going to get to a super conference here? I suspect we might. Do not ever estimate the role that jealousy and ambition plays in some of these decisions. And I'll probably get criticized for what I just said, which I don't care. The biggest names in sports come here. And it all starts weekday mornings with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And continues all day. This is ESPN Radio. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. 800-998-1003, the upper server, family, chiropractic hotline. It is the midway point of your work. We've got a little officially welcome you to that as well. Eric Alexander, Sean Fox, two guests coming up at 2.30 and 2.15. Love to get your phone calls here as well. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. It's hump day. Hump hump day. I know you can hear me. Today's more that what that camera Wednesday hump day. There he is, Shock Gina Digital Underground, Fox NFL analyst Sean. Will he be a head coach next? Those options kind of dwindling or not? Chargers not cooperating. I don't know. We'll see. Panthers, yesterday there was a report that uh, the owner has reached out to Jim Harbaugh of Michigan. Harbaugh, the team that's playing as hard as they are for Steve Wilkes, they'd be competitive next year, no doubt. Look, Sam Darnold's played well as of late. We'll get to see what Carolina's been all about, even though they – Went up early on the Bucks last week. Now, J.C. Horn's been absent for them. Their top corner has been injured. You can see the difference, obviously, that Marshawn Lattimore has made um, by being able to play for the Saints and not play for the Saints. So when you take a look at it, injuries, man, it affects everybody. And, of course, injuries has been a topic when it comes to your New Orleans Pelicans. Zion Williamson. The team announcing yesterday will be evaluated in three weeks' time with his hamstring injury that will keep him out at least, again, three weeks. That's when he will be evaluated. So we'll touch on that real quickly. Coach Green on B.I. He's getting on the floor doing more, uh, but not a full practice yet. But he's, he's building up. So there you go. We'll see a little bit more about that. We'll hear from some of the guys and coach after practice yesterday as they take on Houston tonight coming up at 7 o'clock. Pelicans a seven-point favorite against the Rockets. I think this game kind of crucial when you see 
Brooklyn Lee, as he joined the conversation, they are coming on Friday. Not saying the Pels can't win, but Kyrie Irving and Durantula have been playing insane basketball as of late. You don't have some of your better weapons, but you never know. It will be a sold-out crowd, so we will see. Lee, how are you, sir? Hey, Hello, Gus. Hello Look, Lee. I was calling. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yep. Hey, um, Happy New Year. Happy I New was Year. calling, man, because I heard you and the professor talking, and, and y'all were talking about Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Now, let me, I'm going to just say this. I don't think those teams are going to care if they franchise tag Mar, uh, Lamar Jackson. Because I think if he's, the, if he's the quarterback, and you feel like he, he's the fran- franchise quarterback, you're not worried about two number one. You're not. You're absolutely not. And if you're the Saints, you're not because you don't have one. But <laughs> it's going to probably be with the Saints second round of next year, um, probably a couple of players, handful of players, and the first round for the year after. I, I'm just saying, if you if you don't want to pay Lamar Jackson, if, you, if you, you're Baltimore, you don't want to pay him for whatever reason. I don't know. Because all, from what I can see, he's, he's a franchise quarterback. All he does is win. And, I mean, the time, and it, the, the knock on him was that, oh, because it's all he did. But every time he got hurt, Gus, he was in the pocket. It wasn't because he was running. It wasn't because he took open field hit. It was, mm-hmm. he got hurt in the pocket. That's how he, you know, so, so that's not, I mean, let's, let's look at it objectively. All I'm saying is the Saints are ready to give up a boatload of money for, uh, for, uh, Deshaun Watson, even, Facing what he was facing, they were. So, I, so my question is, um, you you got Lamar Jackson without all that baggage. So, wh- I mean, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go after him? If he, you know, you know, you can't win without a quarterback. You know that. So, that being said, you're not worried about you're not just, you're not even starting the first round of for a franchise quarterback. You do that in the RB. That's where I'm at with you. Don't you know you're going to pay him the money? Okay. So, if, if you're going to rebuild, if you're going to be rebuilding anyway, you might as well rebuild and get with the franchise quarterback and start putting pieces around him. That's my thing. I'm I, I'm just listening to people. If you're going to blow it up, say, hey, get your quarterback position solved. Get that solved and then build around him. That That's where I'm at with the thing, man. I, I don't know. At this point, I'm saying, is it, like you said, it's an arms race. It's going to be an arms race in the industry. I'd rather us get Lamar Jackson than somebody else in our division. Get him. I mean that—that's where I'm at with it. I, I, I may be in a minority opinion, but I—I mm-hmm. I, I think the guy's a franchise quarterback. That just my opinion, my unprofessional, unbiased opinion. Because I don't have a—I don't have a dog in the hunt when you know calling it or not. I'm just saying from what I can see, he would be a difference maker on this offense. Look, I'll say this, Lee. They they definitely showed interest and knew what it would take for Deshaun Watson. So I don't put it past this organization to go all chips in on a quarterback. That could be a difference maker. But is the team different? And do you view your team different? And what I mean by that is this. We just talked about it. Um, a little bit ago with Ralph, and I don't know if you were listening or not, but, you know, Marcus Davenport's a free agent. He essentially got benched in the Philadelphia game. Peyton Turner, you don't know what you got there just yet, right? Um, 
Right. David Onyemata is a free agent. Cam Jordan, is he calling it a day? Or you tr- Does he want to go to a team that can win a Super Bowl? And you can maybe trade him. Um, your offensive line, Ryan Ramchek is concerning me right now. He hasn't been healthy for about a year and a half. And, you know, you do have Penning that you're going to move to left tackle next year. But, you know, there, there there's, there's some question marks there. So I, I'm going to have to focus on D-line, D-end, D-tackle, and, and things of that nature. So I guess what I'm saying is going into this year, we kind of thought this team was a little bit better perhaps roster-wise than we eventually saw. And with Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry, it made sense to go 240, two first-round picks, lots of money for a QB to come in and win now. I don't know if that's where the Saints are. I think they're closer than not to being a playoff team because you still have some talented pieces there. But I don't know if I'm voting in that room, let's go all in, on trading 2024-2025's first-round pick and also putting up 245 guaranteed with this roster coming back. Because I legitimately don't know what I'm doing with Michael Thomas, I think. I still think, based off of them putting him on his website, you know, the way he's been acting and treating and he's under contract, I do think he's back. But what do you do with Jarvis Landry? Do you sign him back? Does he want to come back? How much of that depends on who the quarterback is? I think you found a gem in Rashid Shahid, so I don't know if you know, Traquan is back next year. You have Chris Salave, so I think that's nice. The Sean Payton, if he comes coaching, try to take Taysom Hill. I, there's a lot of question marks, so I don't, to me, I probably go the safe, just affordable route of a guy like a Dalton or something like that, Lee. Because I just don't know what roster I have next year. I, I've got to invest high draft picks and probably some free agent bucks on my lines. Because if I can't stop the run, rush the passer, run the football, protect the passer, it doesn't matter what my OC or quarterback is. True. It's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. I don't want to be, I do not want to be Mickey Loom. Uh, no. This is why they pay him the big bucks. You got to figure it out. Yeah, I, and I, I think you build from the inside out, dude. I mean, that's what Dallas won those Super Bowls. You've seen so many successful teams be able to do it. Tom Brady's success with the Bucks has been the line. I don't think there's a coincidence as to why they've struggled. Remember, they lost all those offensive linemen at the beginning of the season. Remember, Leo and I were talking about it. We were like, they, they're not going to be this dominant team. You cannot lose an All Pro center. Uh, a guard, a tackle for the season and think you're going to be the same. You just can't. I mean, Ryan Ramchek hadn't been the same all season. I mean, when you have to give the guy off every Wednesday, he's only been in the league like five years, six years. So I, I, I think you look at the division, all four teams are looking for a next franchise quarterback this offseason. Take advantage of that where it's going to get ugly, it's going to look not so good, it's a race to who gets to be competitive quicker. So, you know what? It is what it is. The next year or two, it may be eight, nine, nine and eight. That that's fine. Find, build your lines, find your quarterback, and then in two to three years, you can take hold of this division because it's a race. All four teams are in the same boat. So every time you play Carolina, Atlanta, and Tampa in the next couple of years, it's gonna be what we've seen this year. I just think it is. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. So. 
All right, man. Nice <laughs> chatting with you guys. Have a good yeah, man. Always a pleasure, Lee. Always a pleasure. Jimmy and Gretna, what you got, man? You got about two minutes before I have to go to the break. What you got? Hey, real quick. Yeah, with Zion's injury, the ticket prices are definitely coming down on StubHub. Uh, that can be a good thing, you know, for the fan. Um, hopefully Ingram comes back sooner than later. Of course, uh, this is a la- uh, nagging scenario, it seems like. And, you know, I know a lot of Pelicans fans have concerns now that Zion might be out longer than three weeks. We'll see. Uh, people got to step up. I mean, as far as the Saints are concerned, with the finale this Sunday, Gus, uh, tickets are very cheap on the secondary market for the finale. It's going to be, you know, 50,000 people in there, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'll say this. The Saints have talent, okay? It's not a dumpster fire situation. It's not a situation, if you remember, where, um, you know, what was it? Uh, about uh, 12, 15 years ago when Fred Thomas, you know, it seemed like every year we would cut him. He would come back because we literally couldn't recruit. And we couldn't re- we couldn't get free agents to come here you know, unless they were at the end of their career that no one else wanted them because we weren't a destination like that. Um, and I give Fred Thomas as an example. He was a serviceable cornerback, but it seemed like every year, it's kind of like a running joke. You know, every year you'd see him on the uh, island there with a broken hand, you know, with like a cast on his hand playing cornerback for us because every time we cut him, you know, we had no depth. Nobody wanted to play for us, and we'd have to re-sign him. And that was the state of the team back then. Uh, and, you know, we're still on the cusp of, of uh, relevancy post Drew Brees and players still want to come here and all. And it showed this past year with Jarvis Landry and Honey Badger, for example, coming. But, yeah. you know, look, we're going to have to do something. Um, but to, to say that we don't have talent, you know, there is talent on the Saints team. And we really, a couple plays, a couple situations here and there, we would be playoff bound. It's just sad how things played out specifically in that Buccaneers game. But, yeah. Watch that secondary market, Gus. The ticket prices are coming down. Yeah. So if anybody's listening, they want to go to a game. It, it went from 20-something last night. Now you can get a ticket for tonight for like 8 bucks. So yeah. that's one good thing. Well, there you go. The next 22 games, not many are going to be at home. But to your point, you might be able to go out there and, and check it out. So uh, we'll see what takes place, Jimmy, man. Let's see uh, if the team can get a win tonight. We'll take a quick break. Sean Fox, I'll ask him, how do you rebuild this team or, or build this team? Saints-wise, huh? Let's talk about that next on ESPN New Orleans. Today's Medical Minute is provided to you by Thibodeau Regional Health System. Hello, I'm Billy Nakian, the director of the Spine Center of Excellence at Thibodeau Regional. Have you had a recent neck or back injury? Or have you been suffering with recurrent neck and back pain? Have you been searching for relief? Thibodeau Regional has developed a unique approach to treating neck and back disorders. The Spine Center of Excellence provides a comprehensive, patient-centered approach to ensure that you receive the right care at the right time from the right provider. The Spine Center is different because it offers centralized access to multiple specialties and services. Patients and their referring physicians are led by a nurse navigator through a process of assessment and treatment individually tailored to the patient's unique condition. In addition to total care coordination, the Spine Center's comprehensive services include everything from high-tech diagnostic imaging to physical therapy, surgery, alternative medicines, and chronic pain services. If you're experiencing back or neck pain, call today, 985-493-4501. The Spine Center of Excellence of Thibodeau Regional will put you on the path back to your normal routine. This Medical Minute was sponsored by Thibodeau Regional Health System, nationally recognized for providing the highest level of quality care and patient satisfaction. 
It's the start of something new sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with the Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. A man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. You know, it's always special when you're visited or at least tapped at like a circus animal or something on the window by a celebrity, Sean Fox. Saw you last week, sir. You got to witness a spectacular game. Last minute decision for you, but we saw you at the blender. Hey, uh, look, first of all, shout out to the wife because she's a real one. Like, the, uh, we were going down to Biloxi the next day to see a concert for New Year's Eve, and, uh, the kid got invited to a sleepover, and she got picked up at three o'clock, and I turned to the wife and said, Hey, Pell's play tonight at 7.30. We got to go that way anyway. You want to go to the game? I can't. She was like, Blank, yeah, let's go. So we packed up, and we, you know, even though it was sold out, there's never so. I was just well aware of the pay. So uh, we bought seats online about Macomb, Mississippi, and, yeah, made it just in time for tip-off. And I wish we could have seen each other longer, Gus, but it's always good to see that smiling face. Uh, it was good. It was good a good chance to see you. And, then look, it was a great weekend. Not only you beat the Sixers, and then you go and take care of the Eagles. You've said this, though. You've told me. Uh, you knew this was coming as a Saints fan, in the most Saints way of beating the first seed in the NFC mm. and then going into the locker room and seeing your season's over. <laughs> Here's the part I didn't know. So <laughs> I'm I'm listening to the game. Which well, I'm listening to the game coming back, and uh, you know, like I assumed, and, and, I, and I'm going. I'm looking at my phone, seeing what Tampa and Carolina are doing. And once that game's over, I'm like. All right, well, I mean, this goes – I thought we'd win out and somehow just missed the playoffs, and I still think we're going to win out and win next week uh, or this week. But I had – Gus, I was clueless. Like, I thought Tampa – once Tampa won, we were done. Well, then I started getting all these text messages like, hey, if all this happens, we still got a chance. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute, where did this come from? Like, from the abyss, we're, we're all of a sudden in the wild card hunt? And then Minnesota promptly gets their butt kicked. Yeah. And everything we needed. But I, 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 honest to God, I was clueless that that scenario even existed. <laughs> True professional over here. Um, should be four, current three-game win streak. Has it changed your opinion on all, at all? Let's start with Dennis Allen. Still not, a, still not the guy for me, but you can't fire him. I mean, I, I guess I said it last week, I'll say it again. I will give them credit. There was an opportunity where I thought this was one of the worst teams in the NFL. They have not quit to do what they did on the road, not just this week, being the one seed, but what they did in the worst conditions the Saints franchise ever played in. To still keep playing, I have to give the man and that coaching staff credit. I would still like to see another coach, but but – you you can't get rid and the whole show we talked about it before guys the Sean Payton thing is I, I never thought it was real but no you can't get rid of Allen after what they've done here lately. I just went through it with Ralph Marlborough, professor, a couple of people here as well, including Scott Prather. 
these are the potential available quarterbacks. Cause that, that's a question mark, right? I mean, we, we're going to, oh week, yeah. Give me your top three. You know, I'll ask okay. you, you know, your top three things Mickey Loomis has to deal with on like, you know, next week. Give him a, a day or two, but by the end of the week, you have to start addressing. Quarterback's one of them, right? Yeah. So yeah. potential available, cause the Ravens will likely franchise tag, whatever. But Lamar, Brady, Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, Jimmy G, Ryan Tannehill, Geno Smith, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Andy Dalton, Jordan Love, possibly, Mike White, mm-hmm. Zach Wilson, Taylor Heineke, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Wentz, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, and Mitchell Trubisky. Of that list, sir, who is your Saints okay. quarterback? Gus, I was going to do this segment at some point. If you don't mind sending me that list to send sure. me from having to do the work, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> um, Doing it now. I would, for, let, let, I would love Andy Dalton back as the number two. Like, I, I don't want him to be the guy, but to, to be the number two, absolutely I'd take him. From that list, oh, I would probably, the three I would take the most, because you're not going to take Brady without Peyton. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy G, Carr, Jones, or Geno Smith. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, Taney Hill would be probably fourth or fifth on the list. Um, I'm higher on Garoppolo than most are. I, I know he's got his limit, is, you know, his limits, but I think all the dude has done is one wherever he's been, whether it was in New England or San Francisco, he's been in the Super Bowl. We've seen him get into a shootout with Drew Brees in the Superdome where he looked very, very good. Um, Derek Carr, obviously the interceptions bother you, but, I do think he's got one of the best arms in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geno Smith, I look, good for him. What a reclamation project he's been. And Daniel Jones is probably, well, not probably, he's been the best that he's been in his career in a year that he had to absolutely have it. Although I still, Gus, if I had to pick between him and Geno, I might go slight edge to Geno. But it's a coin flip between those three. But definitely, I think Jimmy G and Derek Carr would be at the top of my list. But honestly, I'm not, I'm not in love with Carr. Garoppolo for me would be the number one. Okay, I understand all of that. I do. Um, I, I'm going to give you like a but scenario. How about Brock Purdy as an option? Well, he, he, here here's why I say but scenario. Because we did see the Saints throw caution to the wind and not give a bleep. They went after Deshaun Watson. They knew it was going to cost two first round picks. They knew it was going to cost north of two hundred million. I still think some of that was to make sure the Falcons and Panthers, you mm-hmm. know, but I, let's just yeah. take it at face value. They wanted Deshaun Watson and were yeah. willing to pay that price. Yeah. I think, Sean, they did that thinking this roster was perhaps better than I think it is on December, on January 4th. And what I mean by that is I got some question marks, bro. Marcus Davenport's a free agent. Yeah, giving him a new deal. I mean, he just got benched at Philly. Probably not. I Have it on your mind. Super high on him, but he can't. Yeah. What do Maybe. you think of Peyton Turner? What has he done? Okay, and Cam Jordan. Does he retire? He goes to TV. Does he come to you and be like, "I'd really like to win a Super Bowl. I'm open for y'all trading <laughs> how about me we somewhere." Start, how about we give Cam a break? Because he doesn't really start to find his mojo till November. Like, we'll bring but Cam back I, in November. I understand, but what I'm saying is, I, look, <laughs> yeah. you're not going to get a first or second for no, him. But no, a, no, a playoff caliber team that could use that next – like, 
thinking like the Dolphins adding another piece or the 49ers adding, you know, that that have maybe a lot of draft picks might be willing to part with a third or something. I'm just saying the D line is like a neon sign on airline highway right now. You know what I'm saying? Like it is. Oh, I'm with you. You need, uh, like they need to address that offensive line. I know you're going to move Penning there. Ramchick's a concern for me. That guy hadn't been healthy for now two years. Yep. I still think. And Pete just you know, cannot Pete's stay healthy. Ru- so, look, what I'm saying is, I think if I knew that those positions were settled and my line played well and Davenport would have had more than a half a sack this year, Peyton Turner would have played what? more than like a game, I might be willing to do that. I just don't, A, know what quarterback's going to want to come to a team like that. I don't even know who my OC is because it ain't going to be P. Carmichael. And in B, I have got to invest some draft capital and cash into my line. So I think that keeps me from bidding because I'm going to have to bid for Jimmy G. I'm going to have to bid for Derek Carr, period. I mean, that's happening because the Jets need a quarterback. The Colts need a quarterback. I mean, the Panthers, the Bucks. It, I, dude, it looks like Dalton to me. It looks like Dalton drafts somebody in the second round. And in well, Gus, I mean, there's a pretty good chance we're going to have a first-round pick. I mean, I do think – I mean, there is a chance Peyton gets picked by some of our picks of the team. And you and I both know, because we've both said it, you don't even take the call if they don't offer at least a first-round. So they may get a first-round pick. And if that's the case, to go back to your question, I'm with you. Dalton until you get the number one guy ready. Hmm. But so, can you also say this about you talking about what you're going to spend on? Yeah, we are, we were we were talking last last year. Okay, we just need this, and then we're good. And it wasn't much, but I think you could make the case every position but wide receiver and linebacker needs to be addressed this off season. <laughs> yeah. I think which Michael is a far Thomas cry from what those positions have I been think, in the past. I see. I think Michael Thomas is back. I know there's some fans that aren't popular on that, but he's under contract. You can restructure no, it. I, and he was good healthy. when he played. No, that's what I'm saying, because here's the yeah. thing. he's It's more beneficial to keep him in hopes that he's healthy than you would get in a trade for him. Does that make sense? Like, no, what he, you're I, going I completely to get agree. Right now him, he doesn't have the value because he hadn't played in three. Bingo. So what you're going yeah. to get for him doesn't outweigh, well, what if he's healthy? Because if he's healthy and the doctors don't misdiagnose something again, you saw the end of the Falcon game. If the end of the Falcon game is at least half of the season. I mean, you're better off than not. I think you found a gem in Shahid. You know a lot of it is solid. If, if Thomas comes back, you've got one of the best receiving cores, and healthy, one of well, the best receiving cores in the league. And again, depending on who the quarterback in OC is, does Jarvis Landry decide to sign back here yeah. again? So, you know, it, it, there's a lot of, there's so many questions that it's crazy that while quarterback is the most important, I think, outside and other factors determine what you do at quarterback this year. Now, there's some people, Sean, and go, no, find your quarterback and we'll figure everything else out. I hear you, but the find your quarterback list is list of guys that didn't get it done somewhere else, right? Derek Carr didn't get it done. Or they did it, but not consistently. Right, but my point is there's a reason Baker Mayfield is no longer with the team that traded him or drafted him. There's a reason Derek Carr is being let go by that franchise. There's a reason Jimmy G was trying to be traded for Trey Lance, who didn't even play. So, I mean, that's a huge risk and gamble where you are right now as a franchise. I think if you're 
if you're already a playoff team and you're ready, you just need that piece to win a Super Bowl like this team thought they were for Deshaun Watson, done. That's not where the Saints are, though. No, they're where – look, this is nice, the end of the year, the way they're playing, but this is a team that I think is still in need of some serious upgrade, just kind yeah. of echoing what you said. But, Gus, I think running back is a huge That's position yeah. of need this offseason, and I know I speak for almost everybody. I know it's not going to probably take a second or third round pick, but if we get Tajay Spears in yeah. New Orleans, <laughs> like, I mean, come on. I mean, him for Deuce Vaughn from Kansas State, I would absolutely love to see in that all. Dude, I 100 but, but you, you say that, but here's the thing. You said that offense. Whose offense is yeah. it going to be next? It's good. It's, okay, I don't know who the hell's offense it's going to be. <laughs> I would just like to see them in the same seat of No, I, I'm with you. Both of those yeah. guys can succeed in any kind of offense, yeah. right? I mean, this yeah. is 100% with you. No, but you're right. And, and that's, I like I said, there are so many questions and and, and look, I, I wouldn't even take safety as a possible upgrade. You know, I yep. mean, it just, it just, there's a lot. There's a lot they have to do. You almost have to prioritize, right? Sean, like when you and I get our, our weekly paychecks, yeah. it ain't much, so we got to prioritize what's getting bought this week and what's not. So, okay, can, can I, can I, I want that. No, 100%. Can I, can I, before I go though, can I please give a shout out to the Tulane Green Wave and all, and all their people, like, Graph and Glore and Maddie, like, super happy for them. What a season. And uh, curse the cat and you get rid of them, you're successful. Imagine that. Imagine that. Stop doing St. I feel like we've seen this before, Gus. I stopped doing Tulane. (laughs) I've seen this movie before. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that, Sean. Now I feel like absolute, you know what. That is Sean Fox. If you want to, for some reason, listen to his show. Happy New Year. At some point during the day. Fox for Sports Talk over there, 97.7 Monroe, Louisiana. When we Roll come back, Eric, <laughs> Eric Alexander next on ESPN New Orleans. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Shop limited-time deals at the Truckload event at Lowe's. Happening now. Save big on your favorites across the store. During this event, get up to 50% off select tools and accessories. Plus, find the perfect floor tile for your home for less. Get up to 50% off select styles while you can. Head to your local Lowe's store or visit Lowe's.com to shop the Truckload event today. Valid 1229-125 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. Discount taken at time of purchase. Abandoned pets can be trained as service and therapy animals to help people with special needs overcome the obstacles of everyday life. To find out how you can give animals and the people they help a new leash on life, please visit AmericanHumane.org. 
ESPN 100.3 and Penn Entertainment present Want to Bet with the Professor Nick Harrison. Each week, the professor and his guests take a look at the best bets in sports and show you that it doesn't take a professional odds maker to win a mint. Plus, the show will be coming to you live from Boomtown Casino on the West Bank. You can join in the fun, get in on the action, and have a taste of the Big Easy with Nola Steak and Executive Chef Lewis Brown. Want to bet with the Professor Nick Harrison? Thursdays from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on ESPN 100.3 FM, ESPN New Orleans. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. If I happen to be in an area where there was any type of bear mm-hmm. at all, and you were with me, Max, mm-hmm. and and something was going on, yeah. I would try to help. I think if I had like a bat or something, yeah, you yeah, try, you try, try you can. Something I could spook them. But that's why I don't do stuff like that. Why right. I don't? Even, I'm not even putting myself in an area where there's a bear. GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the major league. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003 is the upper cervical family contract. The guest line. And listener line as well. Our next guest, Mr. Eric Alexander, EA underscore LSU Tiger. One and Addy with the Tigers. And also a world championship, Super Bowl, with the New England Patriots. Eric, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, man. Happy New Year's to you. Happy New Year's to you as well. Um, That was kind of what we thought may happen (laughs) in the Citrus Bowl. LSU taking on a very undermanned Purdue team. But at the end of the day... I think if you're an LSU fan, an LSU supporter, that's what you want to see, right? A team that clearly took that serious and wanted to go put on a certain kind of performance on that field. Yeah, I mean, you you can think it and, and want it and wish it to happen all you want, but until you go out on the field and actually do it, I mean, it's, it's, it's just that. It's just a thought. So, yeah, I mean, I think that was a uh, – that's what LSU needed to, to, to just put a cap on this season, uh, which, which in my opinion, I mean, winning 10 games, uh, as, especially after where you were a year ago with 39 scholarship players, the wide receiver playing quarterback in last year's bowl game. I think, uh, I, I, I think it's certainly, uh, a great way to, to finish the season. I think one of the things that um, Marlon Favorite was saying, too, as well, when he was thinking about it, and you touched on it last week, too, bowl games could be a good opportunity for some guys that maybe didn't get a chance to play, to play, whether it's opt-outs or injuries and things of that nature, and, and maybe kind of put into the minds of coaches, hey, it's an opportunity for, for you to maybe think of me going into next year as well. Did anybody stand out to you when you were watching that game that maybe um, kind of helped themselves a bit going into spring ball? Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there were several players all over the field who, um, who kind of got an opportunity to, to play. And, and, and honestly, I mean, I still think that the guys who actually got a lot of, you know, some significant playing time last year, I mean, I think they still had some, you know, some things to prove. Uh, somebody on the, on the offensive side of the ball for me is, uh, running back Noah Kane. I mean, he was a transfer last year, had, you know, transfer from Pitt State last year. Um, but, you know, he played a little bit, but, you know, he didn't really get any significant playing time throughout the year. And I think he ran the ball with some toughness 
uh, in the game, and, and he scored a couple of touchdowns. So, I mean, I think especially if John Emery declares for the draft, I mean, he's going to be someone that LSU probably plans to get some uh, significant playing time in, at the running back position. Um, defensively, you know we're missing some some guys on the offensive line. So I think you had – I mean, not offensive line, on the defensive line, sorry. Um, I, so you had a couple of guys uh, step up there who hadn't had a whole lot of playing time uh, throughout the season as well. I mean, and, and then you saw the last play of the game, you had uh, Quad Wilson with a 99-yard return for a touchdown. Uh, which he probably should have should have slid and, and 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 let the time run out, but no, he uh, he got an opportunity to score and he and he uh, he scored. He did. You just said it. You don't get to play much, right? <laughs> so you want to go uh, enjoy your time. Look, obviously you saw all three quarterbacks, and Brian Kelly have to had to afterwards say, "Look, there's no quarterback controversy." Obviously, I think if Jane Daniels is coming back, that discussion and decision has been made that. He's going to be the starter, at least going into next year, and he was. But he also said that Garrett Nussmeyer is going to get a chance to compete. And he expected all three quarterbacks and has talked to all three quarterbacks about coming back for spring ball. Doesn't mean it's going to end like that, though. Realistically, when you look at Walker Howard, Nussmeyer, and Jane Daniels, how do you view that quarterback room? Because you've got some pretty talented quarterbacks coming in the draft class as well. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, it's 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 a it's a quarterback full of talent. I mean, that's a that's a great problem to have if you're if you're Brian Kelly in LSU football right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I think me personally, I think I think Jaden is the clear QB one at at this point in time. But you know, who knows? I mean, I I think having you know somebody like uh, Walker Howard, uh, and Nussmeyer behind him. I mean, I, I think it, it, it pushes, pushes him to, to make him better. Um, and I mean, you never know. Uh, I, I and I know we, we are living in the age of, you know, if, if, if I'm not going to play here, let me go somewhere where I, where I can right. play with the transfer portal. But, um, you know, you never know what happens throughout the course course of a season. I mean, there are injuries that could happen, and 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 you and you'll have an opportunity to play. But but right now, yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a quarterback room that's that has a lot of talent. Um, now, do I see all three quarterbacks staying when we start the start the year next year on the roster? Probably not. Just you know, um, but who goes and who stays? That that's the that's the bigger question. Um, but it's certainly a it's certainly a good problem for LSU to have when you have too much talent in the quarterback room. But I think all three quarterbacks actually played played pretty darn well, and I'm 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 excited for the future for all three of them, even if it's not in the LSU jersey. I think one of the things that you know stands out to me too, along those lines of what you're saying, is I go back. You remember Alabama literally won a national championship by needing to go to another quarterback. You never know whether it's an in-game decision, as you mentioned, injuries. I mean, look, Jaden Daniels was injured a couple times this season. So I, I think having two starting quarterback level quarterbacks in the SEC, I know it may not be something that the second guy wants to hear, but from a Brian Kelly perspective, I want it, right? Cause you don't know you're a play away and it's so physical. 
um, you know, for that from that aspect of it. Now, you, you mentioned transfer portal, and, and one of the things that that came out today, I guess, a bit of a surprise, was the fact that a freshman linebacker who you know a lot of people thought was pretty promising and could play that got a um decided to enter the transfer portal, and that's Demario Tolan. Now, he played most of the season, didn't play in the bowl game, and Brian Kelly spoke pretty highly of him at the end of the year, saying, look, that's a name to, to keep an eye on next year. What do you think happened there? You know, I'm really not sure. Uh, I mean, he he didn't even travel travel to Orlando with the right. team. So, I, I, honestly, I, I think this was something that probably uh, – was on the mind of, of some of the LSU coaching staff. You, you know, I mean, you don't – I mean, if, 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 if things are good, you're traveling to the bowl game regardless right. of if you're hurt or, or what. So so something happened, you know, in between the end of the season and, and you know, in, this, in the time off that they've had up until this bowl game. I don't know what that is. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's certainly surprising, especially uh, knowing that, you know, he – you know, being a freshman, he didn't receive significant playing time, but yeah. he was, he was, you know, we only have four, they only had four scholarship players, uh, on a team when you, when you look at who's leaving this year, uh, four scholarship linebackers on the team when you look at who's leaving this year. And, and like, and like you said, and, you know, not only, uh, did Brian Kelly talk highly, highly of him, Matt House, the, uh, defense coordinator, he, he too, uh, was saying that you you know this guy is somebody who's going to be able to contribute next year. So I don't know what happened, you know, but but LSU certainly has has a void to fill fill in that area. Now they do have you know they they got they have Greg Penn and and Harold Harold Perkins Jr. coming back. I mean they played really well. Greg Penn led the team in tackles last year, right. and we all know what Harold Perkins did. So. um you know, but you're gonna need some depth. You, you need some depth. The other, the other, only other uh, scholarship player right now is West Weeks, the transfer from Virginia, who right. who played well in a backup role. But you're gonna need some depth. If one goes down, you need you need some quality depth to come in and, re- and refill. So I think I think LSU's plan of attack there, you know, will be to to look at that transfer portal and and start looking to bring some some linebackers in. Right. Uh, I think it, it will be interesting to see there as well. One quick other storyline here, man, that I just sent you at, at the end to, to touch on because it is, you know, going to be a school that you're going to deal with next year, especially the way the season ended, Texas A&M. I saw a tweet earlier today. They have 27 players entering the portal. I think a defensive tackle earlier this morning was the latest to go into it as well. But Bobby Petrino is leaving UNLV to join the Texas A&M coaching staff. And that's interesting. I mean, the the Aggies did not have the kind of season that I think their supporters thought. I mean, 27 players entering the portal. The one that I was talking about earlier this morning, he was a freshman defensive lineman. So it, it just, it's just interesting what's going on at College Station, huh? It is. I mean, but, but when you look at it, LSU had, you know, with Demario Tolan, they have 14 players that have now entered the transfer portal. So, I mean, I know it's not 27, but it's still a significant number. But yeah. yeah, this must be this must be the year of of second chances for in the SEC for some of these coaches because you got you look at Auburn they they brought back Hugh Freeze who was uh, let go for some questionable actions where you know when he was previously in the SEC and then yep. now if Petrino it, it comes to be 
Texas A&M's offensive coordinator, he'll be back in SEC. The real question is, Who's going to call the plays at AM? Because you know Jimbo, he 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 don't want to give up that that play calling duty. So will he relinquish that to Petrino? Well, I guess there's something that we'll have to to wait and see. I mean, I this is a I, I, I mean, I, I, questionable hire to me. Um, but like I said, it must be just a year of of, of, of second chances for some of these coaches. So- uh, but. I mean, you know, obviously he he's had some success at at every level that he's coached at. So, I mean, from a football, uh, when we're just talking X's and O's, I mean, it's probably a pretty pretty decent hire for A and M. But so, we, I, but we'll just have to wait and see. Well, I'll tell you what, you're gonna have to wait and see if I, if Bobby Petrino actually shows up because he on on December fifteenth. He was uh he was hired by the Rebels as their offensive coordinator at UNLV and he just took the job as the offensive coordinator at um at uh at Texas A and M. So I, I'm sure I guess he'll be there, but you just don't know with Bobby Petrino when he's gonna show up again as we saw when he was the head coach of the Falcons and then Woo Pig Suey the next morning after the Saints beat him. That guy there is something else, man. Uh you gotta, you gotta stay up, up to date. What's going on, man? It is so much that happens quickly in college football now, Eric. Thank you for the time today, bud. Oh, you're very welcome, man. Take care. Yep, for sure. And then next week, sir, when we talk, the NFL playoffs right around the corner. The season would have been done, so we'll start turning our attention to the playoff games that we'll be seeing next weekend. Eric Alexander, EA underscore LSU Tiger, the way to follow on Twitter. What a national championship with your Tigers and also a Super Bowl with the New England Patriots. Thank you, bud. When we come back, final segment with Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Wow, it's that time of year again at Craig LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Great deals like never before. Never before. Shop now for a huge selection of new Toyotas in stock and more arriving daily. Great dealer discounts on all the new and pre-owned Toyotas in stock. Get two years free maintenance too. Just click and save at GregLeBlancToyota.com. But you've got to hurry to take advantage of these great prices. Greg's got the deals as your low price leader. Greg LeBlanc Toyota, 220 South Hollywood Road in Homa. Start your day the New Orleans way with New Orleans Roast Coffee. A small batch roasted coffee made right in the heart of the Crescent City. From our signature Southern Pecan flavored coffee to our classic rich dark roast and chicory blend, New Orleans Roast is your everyday, anytime celebration. Pick up a bag or two today. Available at your favorite local grocer. New Orleans Roast Coffee. A true taste of New Orleans. Hi, I'm Marcel Spears. Keeping our global neighborhood safe is a tough job, one made just a bit safer with the help of America's brave military dogs. These dogs, who often take the same risks and make the same sacrifices as our human warriors, keep our troops safe by sniffing out bombs and IEDs, locating enemy positions, home help and bringing a sense of comfort and home right now. to an almost unimaginable sea. Home help for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. 
Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Chime in to the conversation here as well. So, one of the things that we'll be keeping an eye on, obviously, is uh, some of the other moves and and injuries that teams are, are dealing with here as well. Cliff Kingsbury with the Cardinals speaking just a little bit ago about Kyler Murray having that knee surgery and then um, trying to rehab that again and seeing where his timeline will be. Of course, the speculation is that Cliff won't be around to see that knee recovery <laughs> when it comes to that. Saints wrapping up practice already. Paulson Nadebo says he will not play this weekend. That per Aaron Summers tweeting that a little bit ago, uh, literally a minute ago. Adebo saying in the locker room he has an injured hamstring. Oh, he injured his hamstring on Sunday, so he probably will not play. So, again, we've been talking a lot about hamstrings. Zion Williamson evaluated, reevaluated in three weeks. So we know that it's a three-week, you know, time frame with him. Pelicans taking on Houston tonight, 22 games uh, before the All-Star break. 18th straight missed game tonight with Brandon Ingram. So we'll see where uh, this team will be. At the All-Star break was our question of the day here as well. Let me read quickly the Saints injury report that is already out. Paulson Adebo didn't practice hamstring. Justin Evans shoulder limited. Chase Hansen knee limited. Taysom Hill back limited. James Hurst foot did not practice. Juwan Johnson quad did not practice. Marcus May shoulder did not practice. Andres Pete ankle did not practice. Ty Summers oblique did not practice. And running back Dwayne Washington illness did not practice. So... We were kind of touching that with um, Aaron earlier today about, especially with Hurst injured here, it, it really looks like this is a game that Trevor Penning, you give him the start at tackle, right? And she thought Hurst was going to be able to move maybe inside and play guard, but Hurst didn't practice today with a foot injury. So seems to me like Penning, you give him that start on that left tackle position, right? 800-998-1003 if you'd like to chime in as we – Get close to wrapping up today's show. We bring in the professor again as our question of the day has to do with the Pels, who again are a seven-point favorite against the Houston Rockets tonight. Got the Nets on Friday. You're at Dallas here as well. You think, Professor, they will be at least six or above, huh, going into the All-Star break? I honestly think they'll be top five. Top five, I mean, uh, okay. Top four. Top right. four. Top four. Top four. Ooh. Yeah, I okay. think they'll stay in the top four. All right. Like, let's, seriously. let's see what happens there. They've also called up uh, Darian Sebron from the G League squad, and you heard Aaron kind of touch on it here as well. Look, I think whether it's him, Kyra, Jackson, you, you, this is going to be an opportunity, and it's what you know C.J. McCollum said. It's a chance for other guys to, to get that playing time to try to do some things. But along the lines of what Jake Madison said, it may not, you know, you're going to have to maybe – use the team and the players a little bit differently than you would if Zion and B.I. were there, you know? I think this is going to be a testament to Willie Green and his coaching and his coaching staff and what they're able to do with the roster that they have now to kind of constitute because one of the things that he talked about 
uh, during media days before the season started was how, you know, they were, they're able to do a big lineup, but they could do a small lineup. You know, they, they, they may run a lot more of the small lineup without mm-hmm. Zion, without BI, uh, bringing up, uh, Seaborn, uh, who's 6'6, so he's not a small guy. Right. But we're going to see how they use, uh, you know, the combinations of guys that they have right now in the lineup in order to kind of run different formations or, you know, run some of the stuff that Willie hasn't been able to pull out yet because he's had some of the guys that he's got that he's had on the roster to be able to play on a regular basis. But I, I feel like the way that Willie coaches this team is going to really dictate what they're able to do. And I think he's a good enough coach to keep them in the upper echelon of the Western Conference. I don't see them slipping past four Charles uh, without Zion. Charles Pierre on Twitter. Gus, I say the Pels go 10 and 12 during that stretch. I, I think 11 wins. I'm, I'm high-fiving people. I, quite honestly, 10 and 12 is as close to 500 as you can get. I, I think you're, you're, you're tread water, right? I mean, I think you're, you're six or above at 10 and 12. I mean, at 10 and 12. I mean, again, you're, you're just, that, that's if you don't have Zion in BI. Like, if B.I. comes back, I'm going to feel a lot better about the chances of getting to 10-11 wins. Huh? Don't you think? absolutely. If B.I. comes back and gets into that rotation with him and C.J. and uh, some of the guys they already have that are doing their thing, I I don't see any reason why they wouldn't end up, you know, doing pretty well or above 500 during the stretch without Zion. Yeah. All right. Mr. Professor, tomorrow we got about 10 seconds here uh, over at Boomtown Casino. What you got? Uh, we got Rafael Esparza joining us. I'm poaching your guests because, uh, Rafael will be <laughs> joining one. us tomorrow to talk about some, uh, some odds making and, uh, we'll be live at Boomtown over on the West Bank. We'd love for you to come and join us. Sounds good. We'll be at Francesca's Deli over there, 515 Harrison Avenue. Ooh. So we'll see you manana. Matt Moscona, after further review next on ESPN New Orleans. Woke up this morning, my head's so bad. Worst hangover that I ever had. What happened to Wow! It's that time of year again at Craig LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Great deals like never before. Never before. Shop now for a huge selection of new 